This is Natalie Vecchione, the host of FASD Hope, and you're listening to Moments of Grace with Dr. A. Jerome Butler. There's not much you can do with 99 Cent any longer. One thing you can do is supporting this podcast by subscribing to Moments of Grace. You can come in at any level from, yeah, from 99 cent all the way up to $10 a month. We would love to have you as a a partner with us. Again, 99 cent or $10, you can come in at those levels. So we look forward to having you as a subscribed member of Moments of Grace. And remember, keep the light on. This is Dr. Adrian Butler. Welcome to A Moment of Grace. We thank you for being here with us on A Moment of Grace. Um, th- there is there's a few realities that go on in our life. One reality is you have to breathe air. <laughs> that's, that's just part of biology. Uh, there are a couple of other uh, realities, you know, uh, the hierarchy of needs. Uh, but there's there's also a reality of your your finances, how you take care of your day-to-day financial life. We all have one. Uh, you're either purchasing food, you live in a home, you're paying bills, you drive a car, you're buying gas. <laughs> you know, there's a myriad of things that we have to do in order to live and have a healthy financial life. Uh, unfortunately, here in America, um, we're, we're sitting on 70% of Americans have credit card debt, and uh, another 65% of America is living paycheck to paycheck. Um, I found in my own life that you can let things get out of control when you do not have a good rain on things. Today, my guest is a financial planner. He's also an author. And he's going to share with us uh, how maybe to rein in some of those things that we have that's out of control. His name is Siri Abraham. And he is a financial planner. And like I said, and an author. And so we'd like to welcome Siri to Moments of Grace. Welcome, Siri. Hi, Dr. Butler. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, it's great to have you here with us, my friend. Any, anybody in the financial arena is is uh, has a special place in my heart, I should say. So, so with that said, would you introduce yourself to the Moments of Grace audience, please? Yes, sir. Yeah, as you mentioned, I'm a financial planner, um, and I uh, run a company called Financial Asset Protection. It's a financial services firm, and we're located in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we help and service clients in all 50 states. We do it all virtually, all over the phone, all over Zoom. Uh, and we do this a little bit different from other financial advisors. So our main focus is, so typically with financial advisors, their focus is the stock market and, and other places. And I don't have a problem with that. Uh, we just focus more on um, predictable wealth and, and guaranteed growth. That's what we help clients achieve, um, whether they are you know, 20 years old, still in college and, and still trying to figure out their lives all the way to, you know, they, they're 65 years old, they're retiring from their company, you know, what to do with their 401k, what to do with their IRA. So we have a wide range of, of clients. Um, and and we, we focus more on 
predictable wealth and growing guaranteed wealth so that we were not taking unnecessary risks. So that's, that's who we are. That's what we do. Uh, and I appreciate being on the show and, and hopefully we can dig into some pretty interesting things on this episode. Oh, we, we, we definitely hope so. Uh, like I said, you, you, you're near and near, near and dear to my heart, especially when it comes to things like risk management and, um, you know, uh, conceptualizing, um, you, you know, your wealth or, or combining your wealth. So share with me, um, Siri, uh, I don't know how old you are, but how, how did you get into uh, asset management or asset yeah, protection? Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So it started with a passion for um, solving problems. And at a young age, one, one problem that I saw a lot of people have is um, problems relating to money, either too little of it, not, yes. not enough of it, or too much of it and not, not knowing what to do with it. Right. Um, so I saw those as problems and I really wanted to learn more about those problems and, and to learn more about the solutions. Um, growing up, I just, I kind of had a lot of vague goals. I didn't know specifically what I wanted to do, but I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur that okay. solved problems for people, um, specifically related to money problems, very general, very vague. And as I started to get older, I started to, uh, kind of narrow it down. Like for example, when I graduated my bachelor's degree in college, the next step after that was either go to law school or do my MBA. So I decided to do my MBA. I wanted to focus more on business. I wanted to work more um, on the business side of things rather than the legal side. So I got my MBA. And then while I was doing my MBA, uh, I started working at companies like Allstate and uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield. And I really got to see how these insurance companies, how they think, like how they right. thought about risks, how they wanted clients, but wanted specific types of clients, clients who, you know, and, and they measured claims and, and things like that. So I, that really opened up my eyes to risk management. Gotcha. And then from there, that led me to specific financial services. So helping people build out financial plans. And then I kind of combined all these things. So the passion for problem solving, risk management, and then that kind of went into asset protection because there's a lot of risks that people have. I think that the, especially in the United States, Yes. Um, the wealthier we become, the more we are exposed to all types of risks, whether it's taxes, creditor risks, um, the stock, mar stock market volatility, industry risks. There's a lot of risks and those risks grow as you um, increase your wealth. So I wanted to figure out a way to solve that problem for people. Got you. Got you. You know, I, and again, you, you're, you're talking my language because uh, when I got out of the military, um, I did get my uh, 63 and 7. Uh, oh, nice securities and and had an opportunity and really, really enjoyed it. Um, had my 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 partners to buy me out uh, so I could go to seminary, <laughs> believe it or not. But uh, I've, I've always enjoyed that. And, and, and seeing people mindsets change as they um, change their their as they elevate in their in their wealth. Uh, one thing that you had in, in, in one of your show sheets that I have was uh, the bank on yourself concept. So Share with me that that whole mindset or what that means, banking on yourself. Yes, definitely. So bank on yourself is a concept that was invented by Pamela Yellen. Um, and it involves, so it started with the book, the bank on yourself book. That's how actually I found out about, about this concept is by reading the book, the bank on yourself revolution. And this book talks about the common problems with investing in the stock market and 401ks and other types of qualified accounts. And how we have, like, for example, from the year 2000 and the year 2008 and other years throughout history, but specifically those, since those are fairly recent years, 
um, and, and the impact those have had on on people's lives, you know, mm-hmm. their livelihood and, and, and investing in the stock market. So this this book addresses the problems associated with conventional financial planning. Okay, I'm, I'm not here to say that the stock market is bad. Right. You know, I don't think that. I just think that there's certain ways to, there are certain times and, and, and situations where we don't invest in the stock market or we invest in different places because, right. you know, it could be, a, that could be, that could be the suitable situation. It's important in financial planning for advisors to take, just take a step back from their, from their methods that they have in their pocket and to really listen to the objectives of the clients. What does the client want? What do they need? Where are they now? Where do they want to go? And then for for them to connect them. So bank on yourself is essentially a way of uh, uh, of growing wealth outside of the stock market, uh, not having to worry about an increase in tax rates or what's going to happen in the stock market or, or who's in office. That's kind of what bank on yourself is. Got you, got you. And I I, I like that concept. In fact, I'll I'll have to um, have to get that get that book and take a look at it. Um, but as a uh, um, as you share with your clients about protecting their assets I, I guess that i guess there's an eclectic array of uh financial uh avenues or areas that you look at right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah share some with us some of those avenues if you don't mind oh yeah definitely and, and just to be clear just so i understand the question correctly you're asking yeah other than the stock potential? market yeah other than stock oh. market it may be real estate investment could be you know, options or investing in yourself, you know, uh, a business or something along those lines. Okay, perfect. Got it. Okay. So yeah, many, there's, you know, many different vehicles or avenues to take. Uh, One of them, a lot of our clients are real estate investors. So we do work with a lot of general partners, people who run syndications. That's where like a group of people get together and they invest um, in a property. Like for example, where I'm in Chicago, Mm-hmm. Uh, there are buildings that are like 300 unit buildings. Obviously, right. that's not that's going to be too for the for the average person to go out and buy on their own, or for a bank just to completely finance it. So what they'll do is, you know, a hundred real estate investors will all get together right. as limited partners. Mm-hmm. They'll invest into it, um, and they'll own shares of this property. For example, gotcha. that's a, you know a syndicate. That's one way. We actually we have a lot of a, a lot of referrals and clients we work with closely in that area. Um, there's also investing in, uh, like you mentioned, investing in your business. A lot of our clients are small business owners and medium, small to medium-sized business owners. And in my opinion, that's probably one of the best investments is to invest in your own business, to be an active and passive investor in your own business. You control your business, you monitor it, and it's, um, and then that also goes along with investing in yourself. So like, for example, investing in yourself is hiring a mentor, hiring a coach, um, hiring you know consultants that you can work on yourself, advance yourself internally and your business. And, and one thing I, w- I really want to mention is that with the bank on yourself concept, it's never an either or situation. So I think right. it would help if I, if I describe what bank on yourself is. Okay. That'll well, help give more clarity. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, let's do this. Uh, when we Let's take a small break. And when we come back, I, I, I would love for you to um, dig deeper into the bank on yourself concept. Okay. okay? Sounds good. All right. Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. We're talking with Siri uh, Ibrahim. Is that correct, Siri? I want to make sure I got your name correct. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Ibrahim. Uh, and, and he is the, uh, the uh, CEO of Financial Assets Protection. And we are talking about one of my favorite subjects today. You, you all know if you've listened to my show any amount of time, 
Uh, I love talking about uh, risk management, love talking about the stock market, Forex options, uh, property investment, the whole gamut. And so he's in my wheelhouse today. So uh, we thank him for being here with us. And we'll be right right back after these messages. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler. And this is Moments of Grace. We'll be right back. Wouldn't you like to start your day upbeat and motivated? Dr. Butler has written a wonderful book. It is called A Moments of Grace. It is a devotional for a busy life. You can get your copy at www.drajrbutler.com. And we're back. We're back. We're back. We're talking with Siri Ibrahim. And uh, he has a company that is financial asset protection. Um, and, and, you know, one of the things that I, I've, I've learned in life, guys, is that um, if you don't plan, you have definitely planned to fail. Mm-hmm. Having people in your life meant I will always, one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite financial people is Warren Buffett. And Warren said something years ago, and I've taken this as, as part of my own, um, my own, own being, is to always have a mentor, always have someone that you can uh, bounce things off of, that you can talk to, and that you can also learn from. We should be in a constant state of learning. Since we're constantly living, we should be in a constant state of learning. Like I said, if, if you're not planning, then you're planning to fail. I don't care where you are in your financial life, whether you are uh, just starting to work, whether you are um, almost at the the end of 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 work of a working life, getting ready to retire. People like Siri is who you need to talk to. And Siri was sharing with us before the break about the bank on yourself concept. So Siri, you want to dig deeper into that? So um, would would you share a little bit more with us on that, please? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And thank you for that. Um, So I I guess to describe Bank on Yourself, we really have to understand the why, like why is Bank on Yourself there and why people have these problems. So like just to kind of address some some problems out there, like you already mentioned, you know, the beginning of this, you know, 70% of Americans are in credit card, have credit card debt, you know, 65% live paycheck to paycheck. I think to add another one is that one third on average, one third of all our money that we make goes to service debt. That's yeah. um, credit cards, student loans, right. uh, mortgages, car payments. So essentially, what's happening is we're working for banks, um, and then you know, and then the, our, our, that's that's one partner that we have indirectly or unintentionally. We have banks as our partners, and then the other pocket is the government. You know, so we have yes. both of these expensive partners with us, the banks and governments, and we're essentially working for them. Uh, and this obviously leads to problems. And then, you know, more problems like market volatility, we can be added in and, and the lack of liquidity and opportunity costs. So all these financial problems you can have. But if we just to take a deep dive, it's just into two of those, maybe, maybe two or three of them, not all of them, just the debt that goes to banks and the taxes that we pay. Right. That's already a lot for business owners, full-time employees, real estate investors. And if we take a step back and say, all right, now that's the problem. So where's the solution now? If we look, for example, there's about 400 and on average, about 450 different financial vehicles you could use. Right. And surprisingly, one out of those 450 vehicles could address 
the, the, the problem of taxes, market risks and volatility, um, the problem of interest, and could address, uh, uh, could, could address, could, could provide liquidity. So one solution could do all those things and, and address all those problems. And that is a dividend paying whole life insurance, yes. a special design, a special okay. type of dividend paying whole life insurance mm-hmm. could do so. Right. Now, people are always like, you know, I thought we were talking about financial problems and reaching financial goals. What does life insurance have to do with this? And I think that's a valid question. A lot of people don't know that there's a special type of whole life insurance. It's a, it's a rare form of whole life insurance that has two kind of two components or two segments to it. One is it has cash value that grows mm-hmm in it and it has a life insurance too so we're talking about growing the cash value in the life policy uh, and then that cash value could be used for anything you want you could use it to finance your business to finance home repairs to grow wealth for retirement you could do all of this on a tax advantage basis and for anything you want there are no restrictions on what you could use the money for so that's kind of what bank on yourself is bank on yourself is using a special type of whole life insurance to build wealth to use that wealth over and over again uh, keeping banks and the government and Wall Street out of our pockets. That's so now this banks. is the, these are these are after tax dollars, correct? Yes, sir. Correct. Okay. Wonderful. 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 Um, and so share a little bit more with me. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I, I had a, I had a burning question I wanted to ask because you know I, I know as our, our listeners are, are listening, uh, not a lot of people know, and they may have changed it because I, let me, let me stop and, mm-hmm. and say this, Siri, I've been out of the insurance business close to 20 years. Um, <laughs> that insurance is, is one of the vehicles that, and I understand you're talking about using, uh, using this vehicle now, but also it's a vehicle mm-hmm. that is non-taxable after death. And it used to be that way. Is, is it that way still? Yes. Yeah, so the so so the, the life insurance, the death benefit, that's income tax free still right. till today. Okay. Uh, is, is, does it matter policy. on amount? Because I, I know I've I've delivered you know two or three million dollar check to, um, unfortunately to customers' families, and it was non taxable. So mm-hmm. is it does it still not matter about the amount, or is there a cap on amount now? Yeah, depending on the state, it could be exposed to state taxes. Okay. Uh, and gotcha. I think that's a, I think as of this year, it's eleven point three million or I have to double check, but it could reach a point where it's exposed to state taxes, gotcha. but it's always going to be income tax free, which is okay. important. Right. Um, this is how people could leave wealth to their beneficiaries, yes. to their kids and their grandkids without leaving them with a tax bill as well. So right. it's really important that, that people realize that. And then, you know, while we're living the cash value that's building up in the policy as it's a, so the, the cash value in the policy grows with dividends and compound interest. It's not a great, it's not a, you know, uh, astronomical amount. It's a, con- it's a very conservative, very boring interest, compound interest that grows, but it's growing. And as it's growing, it's growing tax deferred, meaning that in the policy, as it's, it's increasing in value, you don't have to pay taxes while the policy is growing. And then when you take the money out in most situations that the policy has to be designed properly, um, in most situations, the gains are tax-free or the withdrawals and loans are also tax-free, even if there are gains in the policy. Gotcha. Now, this doesn't happen always, but um, it's, it's, it's important that you could use this concept to have tax-free retirement. And then you can also grow this you know, alongside your business or your business can own this. There's so many different ways that you can use the bank on yourself concept. Um, I, I think it's important to 
understand the why behind it and then understand and then this is something we always do with our clients is we understand their objective we don't just recommend you know just a plain bank on yourself policy for anybody there's different companies and different products so we have to truly understand the client's objective and then we make a recommendation and this is a tip too for people who are in the process or thinking about working with a financial advisor mm-hmm. if if that advisor if you're wondering if this is like a legit thing or not like with the with the advisor like just one tip is the advisor has to understand your situation first and then provide the recommendation. Imagine you go to the doctor's office and the doctor's like, and as soon as you walk in, the doctor's like, hey, here's a prescription. And then you're like, I didn't even tell you what was wrong yet. You know, like right. it's, it's the same, it's the same situation. Like there has to be, the, the doctor has to ask questions. They have to get to know you. And then after that, they have to make a suitable recommendation based on your situation. Same thing with financial planning. We have to understand your right. situation, understand where you're at right now, where you want to go. And then how do we get you? How do we prescribe the correct um, plan to get you to your objective? So, so it, is, it, it is not one, uh, one size fits all. Uh, in, in fact, oh, uh, I know, Siri, you're, you're too, you're, you're, um, I can tell you're too professional and too elegant to say it, but I'll say it for you. Uh, or I'll say it myself, not for you. But if if uh, you walk into a financial planner or anyone and they try to put you, you know, you're a size 32 and they try to put you in a size uh, 20 run because mm-hmm. they're, they're, you know, everybody has a, a individual need. And, I, you know, mm-hmm. when, when I was in the business, I always went through a needs analysis to see exactly mm-hmm. where my clients were, where they were going. Um, and I was, I would, not just, I've always didn't coin this phrase. I don't know where I got it. I haven't heard anyone else say it, but I've always believed in um, not just um, financial literacy, but I believed in financial legacy that, you know, oh, not, yeah. Yeah, beyond, beyond this generation uh, um, of having enough wealth that the next generation didn't have to do what this generation may have had to do. And so I've always believed in financial legacy and, and, uh, uh, so that's so everything you're saying is right along line with with, with me, my friend. Uh, we have a few more minutes here. Could you give mm-hmm. us three um, ideas when someone sits down with you? Give us three points that you would like to share with the audience that about a financial planner, at least about your company, financial assets protection, because um, your your business primarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, may, maybe not totally, but primarily is online, right? Zoom or, or whatever else you may use. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so as, oh, as yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so when a client leaves you, give me three points that you want a client to leave from, from your presence after talking with you. So I want them number one, to be more self-aware, know where they're at, no matter what, where they're actually at, whether they have $10 million in debt or they have $10 million in net worth, I want them to have a better understanding of where they're at. Uh, in other words, more self-awareness, more financial self-awareness. Uh, number two, I want them to have more clarity on where they want to go and to kind of dig into why they want to go there. So for example, somebody just says, I want to make a million dollars a year for the next 10 years, you know, to kind of probe that and go within that, where, where, where why a million dollars, where did that right. number come from? Exactly. What is that going to help address for you? We're not judging them and no, we're not no. 
putting them against the wall and questioning them. But I just want to understand the client more, understand what they're thinking and how they feel about certain things. And, and there should be and a reality the- point there too, shouldn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't have mm-hmm. the means to, you know, that million dollars a year, um, and, yep. and you may you you may have vehicles to get them there. Um, but if I'm working at McDonald's, mm-hmm. a million dollars a year may not be realistic. So I think also as a financial <laughs> planner, your job is also to to pr- kind of help with the reality too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's my job is to just um, show them things that they may have o- overlooked, you know, just by asking questions. Um, so number one was financial self-awareness. Number two, it's identify their objectives. And then number three, it's, it's giving them the confidence that there's always a way to um, get to their goals or to change. Right. If, I, if, if they're having a problem, there's always a solution for the problem. Wonderful. And if it's a seeking an opportunity, there's always a way to get to the opportunity without taking unnecessary risks. So those are the three things I always want clients to, to leave them with. And, and as a matter of fact, if we don't reach any of those three things, we probably, we, it, it won't be, there won't be any business. We won't get okay. anything done. Um, okay. You know, so they're, they're, those three things are essential. They have to be there. So, so it's not all, it's, it's not a, uh, I'm going to make this, I'm going to make this round peg fit in this square hole with you. <laughs> You, you know, you, you're actually, it actually sounds like you really care about your clients because, you know, being in, in the financial arena, like I said, for years, mm-hmm. um, I knew guys that they were going to make it fit, e- even if it was detrimental to the client, yeah. because, and we have to be honest, I'm, I'm just, let me say this real quick. Um, I know during one administration that, uh, you know, as a as an agent, as a financial planner, you had to look out for the for the the customer that set across from you. Some of those stipulations were pulled back with this last administration. So I'm putting my warning out to you guys: please be careful, uh, get reviews, and know who you're dealing with. And you could be looking for somebody like like uh, Siri that's going to be honest with you, um, mm-hmm. because if you know that you're a round peg that won't fit in every square hole. Uh, again, run. There, there's nothing yeah. wrong with you running, <laughs> mm-hmm. but but yeah. you do need the financial help from people like Siri. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, and another thing too, I want to just um, end with is that all, all our all our consultations uh, are free. Okay. We we get paid after the solution is pay as has been funded at the back end of that. So essentially, you could do we could talk for six months before executing a plan. And you wouldn't have to pay anything out of out of pocket for that. So just to kind of paint it in the, the listener's mind is that you don't have to come with you know an open checkbook to to talk business with us. We do everything all free consultations until the last meeting, and and then every six months we do a review to test out where they're going with their policies, uh, what the cash value is. We compare that to their goals, and then we see is this working? Is are we heading in the right direction? And if we need to pivot in a different direction, we will all to get you to your goals. So it's a, it's a, it's a long-term relationship, which is why when we mentioned that those three things have to be mentioned, the self-awareness, right. the objectives, you know, the confidence, all those things have to be there uh, so that we were going to, cause we're going to, we're essentially going to be talking to each other at least every six months. Got right? you. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're becoming part of their financial team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so mm-hmm. that's, that's, um, that, that's, that's encouraging. One last question. And, and then um, Siri, if you will, you can share with us your, your contact information. One last uh, question. 
how um how are your policies funded because you you you've made mention of cash value and all of this um so these etfs stocks um investment property how how are you funded oh yeah it could be it could be from anywhere essentially from from anywhere so um policies could come i think the most common is cash from a checking account or savings account is the most common uh in some situations we could do um, no, what I'm saying money. is how you oh, grow, sorry. how are you growing, how are you growing your, uh, oh, your, your, gotcha. your cash okay. value? How's your cash value growing? What vehicles are you using for cash value growth? Oh, perfect. Okay. So, so with the, the bank on yourself concept involves using mutually owned life okay. insurance companies. Gotcha. So when we're, when we're owning these policies, they sense. are growing with the, with the insurance companies. Got you. Got you there. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, mutual Omaha, the, the, mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, met life's and all of that that makes sense that makes sense well uh, if you will siri uh thank you so much for being here with us would you, you would you give us your contact information yes sir so listeners can go to finassetprotection.com that's f i n asset a s s e t protection.com you could schedule a free call there you could download a free um book um, you can send me an email. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, all from that one website, finassetprotection.com. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, it has been such a pleasure talking with you. And, and like I said, you're in my wheelhouse, my man, when we talk about uh, anything in the financial arena, because I, 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 I you know, I, I have seen, I, I pastored a church for, for well, but I've been pastoring for close to 30 years in some form or another. And one of the things that has always been heartbreaking for me is to see people with assets. Um, I always say when people say they're in debt, I always say that they they have the assets, but they're just misappropriated. Um, you know, either they are predatory lending or they've made some bad decisions. They've had the assets. They've just been misappropriated. So when we see people use uh, your services um, kind of getting their the appropriations back in place is, is what I like to see. So one more time, if you don't mind, Siri, give them your contact information, guys. Please get in contact with Siri um, here at, at Financial Asset Protection. I truly feel that he can help you to um, steer you in the right direction and, and continue to keep you on the, the right road, you know, every six months with that review. Siri. All right. We look seem like we may have lost Siri, but uh, get in contact with him uh, there at Financial Asset Protections. And we truly have enjoyed having Siri here with us on today on Moments of Grace. And guys, you, you're going to need to um, you're going to need to get your if you don't already get your financial life in order, um, get to a point that you have at least you know, the experts say anywhere from six to eight months of uh, your bills taken care of in your savings. Uh, at the same time, I, I don't really believe too much. This is me now. I'm not, this is not, didn't come from Siri. This has come from me. Um, that I can invest better than what a bank can do with my money. We know bank, you know, we know the stock market and all has volatility. But at the same time, um, keeping enough money in bank to to uh, savings or the right checks should be enough. But as far as you doing your, your real investing, find vehicles like what Siri is offering. And with that said, we're so happy that you were here with us on today. You're on Moments of Grace. 
Uh, we look forward to having you again with us, dear hearts. And remember, love God, love life. Keep the light on. We'll see you next time on Moments of Grace.